0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Forever I Love Atlanta Sports Podcast, coming to you on a special Monday night at, um a special time. We've been away for uh, a minute. It's your boy, Coach Mario, and my co-host. Don been away for a minute because my co-host's been uh, on a mission saving sick children or something. Uh, what's going on, Don? What's well, good? How y'all doing this evening? Um,
1: hope y'all doing well. Said about what happened today in the Falcons camp, but it is what it is. I'm glad y'all could join us join us this evening. Um, if you're new to the channel, there's a button below. It says subscribe. Please hit that subscribe button. Okay. Um, also, please um, if you like what you see, please hit that like button. If you send this video at a later time, please hit us up in the comment section, and we'll pretty much we'll uh, reply right back to you. And also share this content with other um fans of Atlanta Sports, uh, fans that's also Atlanta Sports fans as well. As always. Come out. It's your hometown sports podcast. sports podcast. All right. So we got two um hometown supporters with us uh, this evening. Uh, we got Toby D from um Pound for Pound. We also have uh, my regular, uh, third, honorary third third (laughs) (laughs) co-host, the real real Pac-Man. Pretty much the uh, professor of uh, Falcons uh, Falcons football. The real
0: stack, man.
2: Yes. How y'all doing this evening? Good, man. I'm excited.
1: Good, man. Appreciate you having us. All
0: right. So uh, let's, let's, let's jump right back to it, man. Football's in the air. Yep. And today, um, biggest news out of Falcons camp. Uh, late in the 23rd hour, we get a deal done with Grady. Um, I I was surprised this morning when the deal wasn't already done, and it was like, I should have known something was gonna get done. I, I thought we were gonna end up going through the day with it not without getting done, but it got done. Like, how did, how did y'all feel about
2: that? I was on watch, uninterrupted watch, because I was not working today, so I was looking and anticipating something to happen. But um, Adam Schefter kind of threw me off earlier because he was saying that from recent sources that uh, no report, you know, there was no deal gonna get done. So then he come back a couple of hours later, like. He's hearing there's hope. I'm like, I'm having hope too, because I'm like, man, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it.
1: Yeah, I, I you know, I was, you know, in the Facebook chat uh, this morning uh, with Pat and some other uh, hometown um followers. And I also hit up um I hit up Toby D earlier. And I also, you know, I talked to you, uh, too, Coach, yep. about it. And I just brought up this history of how Thomas Dimitrov and the Falcons kind of business, they don't do last-minute stuff. You know, normally if they want to get take care of their guys, they're going to take care of their guys normally before the draft. And, you know, after the draft, and then, you know, they try to wait till some money get off the books. So they'll probably wait till you know, June
0: 1st deadline or something like that. We'll find out in the thirty for thirty what would the hold up was fifteen years from now. What did you think, Pat Pat, did you think it was gonna get done or or, or how how did you feel about it? What were you what were you thinking uh, about? It? I knew it was gonna get done, man, just simply
3: because not only you, you talk about Arthur Blank coming out saying the things he said about Grady Jarrett, Arthur Blake really holds Grady Jarrett in a high standard with the organization. Um Grady Jarrett is a is is an integral part of what the Falcons organization is and wants to display to the rest of the world and whatnot. Um, but if they had not getting it got gotten the deal done, if they actually fumbled the bag on this deal, you end up with a situation where you got Vic Beasley and Grady Jarrett making a combined twenty-eight million dollars against your cap, and both of those guys are only here for one year with no real you know what I'm saying? Backup plan. Nobody really here passed this year to potentially replace those guys if they were to, you know, leave town and whatnot. It would just been bad business, man. Especially considering the amount of money that the team invested in the offensive line. You know, they gave Jamon Brown and, and James Carpenter a pretty decent amount of money. And they gave Tyson Braille, at least for the first year, starter starter pay. And then they they used two first round picks on the old line. So I couldn't imagine a situation where they do all that to the O line and then they fumble this deal on the D line because it would have really set the team back many, many years. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with all of that.
1: Yeah, because we, we did a lot of work this offseason with the offensive line. And we, you know, yeah, we, we signed Davidson and we brought back Hayman. And, you know, we drafted John Kaminsky, but. Other than that, that's it. You know, that's pretty much it. That's all we did. So we've been waiting for a while now about okay, well, when Grady Jerry's gonna get this deal, when he's gonna get this deal. And, you know, he got it. Um signed the four year a four years um deal, sixty-eight mil with the team. Um, I believe it's like forty five or forty six guaranteed, I believe. <laughs>
2: So yeah. yeah. That's that's some good money there, Doc. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can buy yeah, I'm yeah, speculating so this, this and this and
1: when, when this came out, I'm thinking like the holdup. I'm thinking maybe, this, maybe the extent maybe the, the length of the contract was the probably the issue because I think they wanted to sign him the five years, but I guess it – I guess it cost the team a lot, so I guess they went down to four years and then the structure of it as well.
2: Yeah, Uh, the other thing, too, that I was reading on the Athletic, um, they were saying that um, it could have been, you know, he'll have another chance to get another contract at 30 because this contract would be over at 30. And if he's still playing strong at that time, he gets another opportunity to dip in the pot again if it's not with the Falcons, somebody else.
0: When and they can do the Julio in three years, like, the right? Cap, right. Me again. And, then the right. New, <laughs> and then the new <laughs> yeah,
1: and then the new CBA coming up as well. So y'all got to yeah. take that into account as well, too.
2: Yeah, that's and, true.
0: And and um, you know, uh, we expect the cap to make another jump as well. But and it will. The new CBA, you never know. Yeah, but you know, you yeah. expect to make the cap uh, to make a jump as well. So they give the Falcons a little cushion too. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking yep. at his
3: uh, – I'm on Spot track right now, looking at his contract. And, I mean, I got to say, man, Thomas off the way he structured this thing is nice, man. He got a cap hit this year of 11.8 mil, which is, is exceptionally reasonable. Then next year it goes up to 15.7, and then 2021, 18.7. And then after which they, they could get out for another deal, you know, if, you know, let's just say, you know, Lord forbid Grady, you know, starts getting hurt or he – really doesn't, you know what I'm saying, pan out like that. They could get out for another deal. But after that, his his cap hit jumps up to twenty one point seven mil, he'll be twenty nine years old. And like y'all was just saying, if he's balling out, now all of a sudden you could take him, put him on another new deal and you could lower that cap hit from twenty one mil mm-hmm. back on down as well, man. So yeah. had a lot of Falcons to, you know, signs some other so bring in some more young talent, man, or potentially sign some more of their
1: guys that they draft a little bit later on down the line. And then yeah. on top of that, you know, CB, like we said, CBA. then the cap is going to go up. So, you know, and then we don't even know what's going to end up happen with CBA. Uh Shouts out to uh, Lieutenant Dan from Montana to Grind, And We talked about this earlier in the disc- Discord about, you know, how some soccer leagues, they have, uh, you know, how they do their players. They do three designated contracts. Now, these three designated contracts, they don't they don't apply to the cap, you know, so if if CBA has a they want to. Brian on the designated deal, we could put, you know, Debo or Grady Jarrett on the designated deal, then we probably put Julio or somebody else on the that's three players right there off off the cap that we have more space. You know, I think that's a good idea, but you know, I don't run the NFL and I don't run the NFL Player Association. So why, you know,
0: hey,
2: but I think that's a
1: great idea with Lieutenant Dan. Uh, he brought that up. And he also said that if they do that, then they can also have stipulations saying that, well, if you're going to designate a player to a designated uh, contract, you must, he must be a homegrown player, meaning that he must be a drafted player that you drafted. It can't be somebody that you traded for or you signed a free agency, or something like that. So Yeah, we
3: just got to see, man, at the end of the day, the NFL, the players, they want what the NBA got. You know, the NBA is a players league, man. The players hold the majority of the power in that league, and they get so much flexibility when it comes to the amount of money they going to get and then where, they are, where their destination is going to be. You know, that's something that... It's going to be kind of hard, man, because the, the NFL rosters are a lot bigger. it's a lot more players, man, but... You
2: know, slowly but surely they're trying to get on that same level yeah
1: yeah All right let's go
3: NFL. into the chat go
2: ahead go ahead, Toby, before we go ahead. no i'm just saying man nfl making a lot of money man they can afford to do it yeah. uh it's just that the players can't get suckered in with what they think is good like 2011 because i know a lot of players still feeling like they got duped uh after that CBA agreement <laughs> went down so they're gonna have to really hold strong this time uh, for what they want, because we all know they are the product. That's why they're trying to do an eighteen-game season and stuff like that. Again, bring that subject back up—that
1: ain't gonna work. That's not.
2: Over. <laughs> and we're we'll talk
1: about another. Um, <laughs> we I talked about a that. lot of stuff today, that I want to bring this up, and I, I want to like get this to your attention as well. But let's let's go into the chat real quick. Your boy uh, Jr. He on he on, on in the chat. How you doing, Jr.? What's
2: up, Jr. Shout out to my boy, JR, man, doing some great things with us, man. Yeah. I really appreciate
1: him. Yeah, y'all do a great job over there, pound for pound. Um, he said, I was glad it got um, got done for sure. He said, it tends to happen in training camp. He said, kind of thin at uh, D-tackle. He said, it's kind of thin, thin at D-tackle. But if we move it to a 34, does it look thin?
2: This this is um this is going to be a very interesting topic going into <laughs> the season. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. But I'm definitely excited to watch the game pass because I did get access to that this year, so I I will definitely be honing in on that.
1: Oh
3: yeah, um, yeah. I mean, plus on that on that point about it, it regardless if it's a 34 43. Or if they run a hybrid defense, I know Quinn's like, the, I had like to done that in the past. You still need that anchor on the inside that can make it work. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have that person on the inside, it don't matter which yeah. on the defensive front is. Yeah.
1: It's yeah.
0: not
1: going to work. Exactly.
0: All
1: right. Um, yeah, he said third highest defensive tackle in the league. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Mark Zucker, uh Zeno Zucker, whatever his name is, got an argument in <laughs> that. Uh, We're going to get to him later. Oh, we're gonna get him later. Um, Reggie he, uh he he said glad we were able to get the deal done. Uh we all happy about that as well, man. Yeah. And um, uh, Lieutenant Dan in here, but he took his message off. Okay, oh that's it. He said these boys say what's up, guys. What's good, what's good, Lieutenant Dan? What's up, Lieutenant? And then Trey, he said Grady would be the next Aaron Donald when he hits his prime. Hey. Gotta be great. <laughs> that be great. <laughs> ain't
2: nobody gonna right. complain about that.
1: No. That? All right. And then uh that boy, that Georgia boy 17, what's good, man? He said, am I late? No, you ain't late. You right on time, man. Five the fine. Cash at yeah, me. Yeah, R. Chapman, what's good, man? He said, What's up, fellas?
2: All what's right. up? What's going down? What's going on? Yeah, get on in here and celebrate this deal today. So, yeah, so, so hopefully hopefully
0: this will lead to some um, even more inspired <laughs> play from Grady this year. Uh, I, I know I'd be happy if I just signed for a lot of money and know that I'm going to get a lot of guaranteed <laughs> money. Over it always makes me happy, so I'm pretty sure. So hopefully, um, you know, nothing like... Uh, a happy player. Happy players play better. We know this, so hopefully, you just imagine. I mean, I can't. You know, you you would imagine you just found out you're getting forty five million dollars guaranteed. You'd be pretty happy. Well, <laughs> I'm
2: dancing all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah. Let's laughs> if see. I was
0: getting forty five dollars, I'm excited. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <so. laughs> oh, like, I'm good. This is going to be too for Twenty five for me. good. <laughs> Woo! What <laughs> <laughs> and I two both two twenties are for me. <laughs> for man, for <laughs> yeah, that ain't the
1: share. Oh, that's the- <laughs> you, said, you said apple bees, but you better off just say it this
0: Oh
1: man. You gonna do apple bees like that, Man, they nasty, man. I'm alone yeah, I'm a lone, like I'm, I'm a long horn type guy. But anyway, um so <laughs> <laughs> so now we got that out. So now we got greater Jared deal out the way. Um, Adam Shelter he also reported that now the team is looking um, into the Jones direction and then
0: trying to get him uh, on their new extension.
2: Get it done. Jared. Yes.
0: So what kind of numbers is Devo going to be looking at? What you think? What, what? what kind of numbers Devo going to be looking at? Oh, what, man. What, what I think
3: gonna, he going to get a contract that's going to average around. Probably around what Grady got 17 and a half to potentially 18 mil per. Um, we didn't see this this happening, man, because of uh, what's the guy named CJ Mosley?
0: Yeah,
3: uh, man, he absolutely flipped the, the linebacker market, mm-hmm. man, when he signed that deal with the uh, with the Jets, man. So that's that's kind of like the baseline of what Debo was going to look looking at probably 17 to 18 mil per, but they're going to restructure his stimulus of Grady, I think in that they gonna kind of have very very it's not gonna be a sharp increase you know what i'm saying a sharp cap hit. um yeah. it'll probably be something similar the 11 15 18 and whatnot um Hopefully they also put him on a four year deal. um I know a lot of people want five and six year deals, man. I want five. Keep
1: this man in the five
3: of for long you can. but it's not really. Well, when it comes to NFL contracts, it's not
0: really the years that matter. It's the guaranteed money.
2: Guaranteed yeah. money, right? Um,
0: yeah. Julio yeah. showed you that when the guaranteed money gone, no really? coming back for more. Hey, doc, I got to <laughs> get some more. I got
2: to dip in that pot again.
0: <laughs> you know, you know. The hey, only thing. <laughs> Julio agent is also. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the only I wish I could have. You, uh, The
3: only benefit that you have on longer deals is you can spread the signing bonus out longer. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And but that's the only thing, man. i really too
0: worried about the years. Uh, I guess you know we similar. I was thinking uh 14 to 15 for for Devo. So we we thinking around
2: around the same thing. So, so you got so you oh go ahead now go ahead go ahead now I'm saying so you guys do see a um things are changing in Atlanta camp now man it used to be the offense getting all the money but now it looks like the defense is about to start getting paid man the scales about to tip tip well, over a yeah. little bit not only that but if you, you gotta also look at this too all right go back to when Dan Quinn first
1: got here who outside of outside of uh true true fund all right yeah, we did pay um, Alpha, which was dumb. But who
0: was worth <laughs> to get? Who's worthy of getting paid? Yeah, exactly. I No matter. Exactly I mean,
1: like,
0: yeah, I, don't, I, our AB show, he'll pay. It wasn't yeah. nobody on B. Like, we were going to get
2: no, not for to get no match contracts <laughs> to no dog on no, uh, Paul Rolio. Right, right. I mean, and that's true because yeah. we didn't have to back then because we was basically we were really like yeah. an oh, offensive team. Archie. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, you know, I, I think that yeah, I don't think that uh it was it was DQ being tight. I mean, I'm sorry, A B being tight, A B being tight with the purse strings on defense. I think it was just like, bro, you ain't worth it. Yeah, Yo, no. best players that's
1: on the team. And pretty much that back then it was just the offensive players was the best players on the team. But right. now you see, yeah, just like what you just said, Toby, it's changing now. We got yeah. these young gunners on defense. Who who won't who who you say, hey, give me my money. You hey, know, man. we I ain't got all no the first but pay him because look, we trying to win a super bowl, especially a lot of people saying now that they want to we want to win a super bowl with Matt Ryan, we gotta yeah. pay these. I bet you
0: right. Devondre texting his agent, like, hey man,
2: what you over there doing, bro? <laughs> hey, hey man, I hate to say it. I don't know if the gonna make it though. I mean oh, no, not. <laughs> not.
3: Oh man, I mean, y'all don't y'all don't want me to go down that rabbit
0: hole. <laughs> oh, uh, y'all don't want me oh, to go yeah. down that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I, I think his days in Atlanta are numbered.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. great guy. <laughs> you know, decent player, but he, it's just too many guys, man, that need to get paid. Neil got to get paid. Numbers, yeah. game. It's numbers
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: game.
3: He's not a, so. a game changing type of guy, man. Yeah. Like I think it's a possibility that they could bring him back because I think he's a guy that's going. He's not going to command a, a top dollar. I mean, some team is gonna is gonna pay a lot of money for him, mm-hmm. but hey he's on, not.
0: He not a game-changer, man. Somebody's going to pay him, and somebody's going to pay him more than we're willing to give him. Somebody's going to pay him, though. Carolina, I don't think it's just VL. Yeah. Hey, no, no,
2: you, no you better not go over there to Carolina. I'm tired I, of I taking our him. players.
0: I see Devondre in, in Tampa Bay. I promise you, I don't know why I see him in Tampa Bay. I don't even know why. He's from
2: him. Florida anyway, so that, that'll kind of yeah. work out Right me. Yeah. Yeah. You do know why, Coach. Because Tampa like to get our players, too. It don't matter who they bring over there to coach for them. They still like to get our players. Let
0: me jump back in the chat real quick. Uh, Um, Lieutenant Dan said somebody doesn't sound excited. (laughs) Be all excited, man. And Art uh, Chapman says some Falcons fans are in their feelings over Grady's contract. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you thought Grady wasn't getting what he was getting, but where have you been? We all knew what he was getting, you know? Around you know what? We knew what it was. I mean they told us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that George Boy says Grady getting ten sacks this season. Hey, from the interior D lineman, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Before yeah, Donald Andy, Andy. only interior. Yeah. Be awesome and uh justin clark saying what you're saying 45 dollars is a good dinner exactly yeah you right if i did it was spending 45 dollars on dinner it wouldn't be you no know, after these, though. though so yeah. i would get something better if i was spending the whole 45 i wouldn't pop it those two days before. but anyway hey man i uh, want to say applebee's
3: will be coming in clutch sometime man like that
0: drink, oh yeah oh, i be i'm, oh, I'm not i'm thing. not I would not I went, you know, Don over there talking about Applebee's. I, I just right like
3: House sometime. That joint come in clutch sometime, man.
2: So, I do Woff <laughs> House over <FD>. at Applebee's. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to tell y'all right now. I'm with Don. I'm Longhorn guy. Exactly. <laughs> I
0: like Longhorn too. I got to gotta hit
2: up. it, boy. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, Justin Clark says, what's Luke's numbers? I'm not sure what he means by that. Well, Luke's numbers, he has in the check. Oh, uh, he mean Luke keekley when we talking about Dion, that's what he's saying, he's gonna get something uh, similar to Luke keekley Is that what you're asking, Justin? And then uh, he's like saying it. finally we got some talent on the D. And uh Lieutenant Dan says the Falcons really don't play don't pay, doesn't pay defense unless they're superstars, but now it's changed.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got, we got a surprise, man.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I I'll be honest with you,
3: man. Like I knew I knew if I figured the deal was gonna get uh, because it didn't make sense for it not to get done, but I mean, this organization has fumbled the bag in the past, dog. I mean, we all know the infamous how they fumbled the Deion Sanders. Uh, uh, Come stuff. on, Thank that's
0: you. why I'm raising my hand, Pat. Yeah, I Frank mean, uh, said, I never pay a player a million dollars. San Francisco said, we'll give you two point
2: one Deion yeah. <laughs> Frank, man, man. Like... And I'm and I'm gonna throw Brett Grimes in there. Because they don't oh, want to pay him either.
0: Tiny is that my all time favorite. Patrick, Kearney Cur- oh. Cur- too. PK. Yep. So,
2: Ernie, yep. so, so I'm me. I'm I'm excited, man, about what we're doing, man. I, I think we're finally getting smart now and we're building a team that can really contend for a long time.
0: And Justin Clark and Lieutenant Dan, I'm pretty sure they're coming on uh, Devondre. Yep, they feel he's gone as well. And Lieutenant, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, they're trying to stir up controversy with this one. Duke might stay as a special teams guy. <laughs> if he ain't know if you're trolling Were well, you trolling Lieutenant Dan?
1: <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Guys, like, Duke Riley is is, is – pretty much getting paid peanuts right now yeah exactly. And if he, if he doesn't even if he doesn't even show any signs of development we can we can like sign him for a two-year deal for nothing
2: yeah i mean uh, in my personal opinion i think the linebacking group is crowded this year i i and it's a great crowded to me i mean from what i'm looking at i don't i don't know if duke makes it he might but i i just don't know man that for your uh for alakone I mean he did his thing yeah. with the shine he was able to get last season so uh, he may take that spot away and duke might be on his way out dog. Just, right. i mean I don't know. About
1: this too, though. after this season all right Campbell's gonna be gone bruce carter might not come back yeah uh ishmael might not come back and then uh who else we might not we might not sign back rick beasley you know so I, I, you, you're pretty much going to be left with, and then in,
0: in, in Jermaine breaks <laughs> that 19. You're gonna be left with with Debo and Foye. I I told Don this earlier. I said, you know, we think we're going to this three-four hybrid, um, and we're in in that, and we're in a run base. Foye is going to be starting. It's going to be him and Debo Foyer. in the yeah. middle. So he ain't going nowhere. He he's playing. Yeah, Foyer, yeah. He's in front of Duke. Wow. Yeah, he's, in front of Duke. he's gonna be starting in that package. I mean, he's gonna be the the the, the strong middle linebacker while Duke Debo is the uh, flex guy over the um in the over the four eye. But uh, yeah, when we're in that package, I expect Foyer to be uh, starting. So yeah, he definitely in front of
1: Duke. Yeah, all right, and, and let's go back to what we said about this Grady Jared deal. All right, so he got paid, and now they looking at um. If they can get Dion Jones under the contract sometime this season, what, what's it gonna what is it gonna mean like players like Devo- uh Devontae Freeman, Sanu, and uh Ricardo Allen? I, yeah, I think some new gone.
0: Strong. Yeah,
2: they they already it around with that this, this year. year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was borderline this year, Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, they tore it around with that this year and they decided yeah. to keep him.
0: And I don't know why when we said this right here before people jump I and mean, i don't know if don got as much but people were killing me on twitter when you say that you think a guy might be gone from the team to twitter it means you don't like that guy no oh, bro, oh, the business, business, they brought smoke. no 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 they brought smoke to me they
1: brought it was it was it
3: was yeah. before the draft
0: have y'all heard of a salary cap like it's business doesn't mean we don't like the guy bruh doesn't mean it, we think we don't need him. No, you can only yeah. have so many people who
1: make so much money i remember that because they gave me the smoke because mm. i said i've voiced my opinion about this i'm saying okay sanu might not be back you know if we trying to sign grady jerry and all these other players and, and julio jones all these people like we can't keep everybody so i said take us to new you got to think about it sanu getting paid seven mil that's kind of a lot that's a lot of money for a third or fourth option receiver because you got to think about it julio jones is your first is your primary all right after that you got ridley and you got hooper they're going to get they're going to get Ridley and hooper the ball and then some news like your what arguably your third or fourth option he's getting paid seven mil. most teams their third option is not getting paid that much money
0: yeah
1: half that so you I'm just, you know, we just, we just pretty much been talking, we just talking money. That's all we're doing, just talking business. I love some new, you know. I wish we can keep them, but at the same time, you know, we can't keep everybody.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and, and Lieutenant Dan just put it in the uh, chat, and we all said it as well. So we're gonna get killed for this one as well. Freeman will be gone <laughs> soon <laughs> too. <Freeman is laughs>
2: on on well, yeah, I guess I'm going to be gifted by association then. <laughs> you got to
0: think about
1: this. You got to think about this, though. You got to think about this. And you and, and and he know, he know, because we talk about this all the time. Real Pac-Man. I don't know Mad Mike sports. I don't know if he in the chat or not. But I know he gonna see this video later. We all talk about this on a day-to-day basis. Like, running backs are spendable. Running backs are spendable. We know. Look how Edo Smith played last year. He played well, okay? And we brought in Oh, If Olsen showed any, like, signs of, like, great... Come on, now. You already know Freeman, though.
3: Yeah, I'm, just, uh, I'm looking at Freeman's numbers, man. And the only way that they can get rid of, get out of his contract is... Uh... Actually, this is the year built into it, man. They would have to designate him as a post June 1 cut. They could save 6.5 mil against this year's cap, but they did cap hit a three mil. So split the difference. They save about 3.5 million for 2020, but they also have a three million dollar cap hit, I mean, dead cap hit for 2021. Very, very expensive deal, man. So if I'll definitely keep an eye on that, man. I think if he if I think if he balls out with those numbers, I think there's a potential chance that he could still be here. But if he gets hurt, man, if he, you know what I'm saying, is not really an impact guy, if he's losing reps to guys like Oleson and Edo Smith, then I think they'll definitely just eat that cap hit, man, and just get him off the books for next year. I hope Devontae's he
1: good- out. I, I hope he I hope he performs well. You know, I I, I like Devonte
0: but at the same Devonte time, Devontae is a great player. Yeah. We all like yeah. Devontae. We all love Devontae. We all want Devontae to excel. It—it it, It's not a player on the team I don't want to do good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't like them yeah. all, but it's not. It's nobody on this team because it's my favorite team. I want them
2: all to perform.
0: Yeah. You know, get on that so, black and red uniform. Uh, of course, I want to with them.
2: You know? Exactly. Yeah. but I could see I could see Devonte Freeman. Lord forbid he gets injured again. But he's just so violent with his running style, and he don't realize he's only five eight, <laughs> just that two hundred pounds, maybe a little over two hundred and eight pounds or whatever. But I, I remember a situation when um with the Carolina Panthers when they gave John Beason a, a nice five year deal. John Beason was a great linebacker for the Carolina Panthers, but he kept getting injured a lot until they had to be forced to have to trade him eventually. Um, I hope that doesn't happen to Devontae Freeman, but it could go down that road if he doesn't survive a whole season again in 2019.
0: I, I got a good question. I'd like the people in the chat to answer this as well. Uh, and So, you know, we, we've heard all heard about the talks with um, work done about protecting himself more, and um, um, I believe that that Devontae has come out and said that he is going to do that this year. I believe that he did quote himself, so if I'm missp- miss- misspoken, somebody let me know. But what do you guys think? Do you think that he's going to change the running style a little bit more, or do you think he's going to find a free safety and try to go play Ram with him? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: about we, we got to get this run game. we got to have a good run game this year. All right, if we got to to win this division, I'm not trying to jump around the question, but if we're going to win this division, I, we got to have a good running. right that's not that's you know that's not an option. You know that's that's the only. That's I feel like a good run game means more than Matt Ryan balling out. Now we know Matt Ryan's going to do his thing, but if this run game can improve, we we back in it.
0: Bro, to but, answer my own question, I don't think Freeze going to change. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: because if you've been running like that for years, come on,
0: <laughs> exactly change it up. Exactly.
2: Yeah, you are, you are who you are, man. Now, where yeah, I would like
1: more trying to change your change your style up.
2: Yeah. Now, if he has opportunities to do that in the middle of the field, I mean, you have to do what you got to do. But where I would prefer him to make more changes at is when you're running out on the sideline, dog. You don't have no reason to be physical when you're heading out on the sideline. If you can at least make that change, that might help you a little bit more.
0: And, I mean, I've I've never agreed with that. I've coached at different levels, and you have, you know, even at the park, I've heard coaches tell, don't step out of bounds, like – because the kid is ten, he should just take that punishment. Why? I teach my kids to be smart. Man, step out of bounds. I mean, you soft. <laughs> I right. mean, you soft. This good strategy to, to see another play. Like, I, I man, I step get out of bounds. bounds, bounds. Man, never see another play. Nothing's wrong with that. Get with it. Get, 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 get down sometimes. Get down the defense. Go yeah. get you and call, call it a play. Get exactly. with it. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you got to figure free. Uh, what, you want free to have, what, 350 plus carries this year, 300 carries in your yeah. career free every time you're running out there and challenging a DB like that head on. You're taking five carries off your career yeah. every time you do that, if not more, yeah. if not even more. You know, it's just not, especially DBs. When when you're when you're downfield and you're challenging DBs just, just straight up, no move, no, come on, free. I mean, that, <laughs> that's the one I don't like. I'm sorry. That's the one I love to see but I don't want to see the running back for my favorite team doing it. I want to see a random <laughs> running back. Man, I say, I say, lead that running style to Olison, man. He's a much bigger, more durable
2: guy, <laughs> yeah. man. Let
1: him do yeah. that crazy stuff, man. Yeah.
2: yeah, let him wear down the defense, man. And he can handle that.
1: Exactly, he's too small for all that. Yeah. Uh, 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 Lieutenant Dan said, "Free is going to get hurt." I
0: he' gonna get hurt, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gonna get I'm hurt man. Right now, like, I agree.
2: How many games, Lieutenant?
0: <laughs> he going he to miss at least a game. man. I haven't been brave enough to put it on Twitter yet, but I feel mean, the same way. What's the game made, like, I think he's
1: going to miss at least two or three games. Yeah, I mean,
3: he's a running back, yeah. At least. Well, uh, I, I mean, it's interesting because I posted on Twitter, man. I got a little bit of negative feedback, but like, I think Free has only missed 17 games in his career out of like 84. But like fourteen of those games came last year, and then prior to that, he's only missed a combined total of three games. So I think it's safe to assume he's gonna miss at least one game because he because of the nature the physicality of being an NFL running back, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I think Freeze gonna play about ten to eleven games. All right. Well, Coach, go back into the chat one more time, and then we will get into the. Okay, it was pretty much about um, free. What we got, Uh, we were talking about the linebacker core that Georgia board said, Jermaine Grace, my dude, I hope they keep him as a linebacker. And uh, Lieutenant was saying Dion Campbell, Foyer, Duke, and (laughs) Vic. All the others are kind of (laughs) trash. Lael and Keek, and Jermaine Grace. He said also Freeman is going to be gone in 2020. Juke um, Juke Juk was saying that uh, he thinks our linebacker core is pretty uh, deep. He was grinning. Um, yep, Justin Clark agrees. Well, this is business at the end of the day, doesn't mean we don't like these players. And, uh, you know, they were basically uh, pretty much everybody's in the chat. Uh, that George Boy, Juke Juke, and uh, we're grinning that is going to be gone, and uh, uh, Quadra Allison wants that job. Ido and Allison and Hill started to catch on late in the season, was that Georgia Boy said. Yeah. Uh yeah. And that uh, George Bull was we just talking about Free's concussion issue. And yeah, most people feel that uh Free's gonna change. Juke Juke says he doesn't want him to change. and yeah, Juke is not gonna survive a season <laughs> with that though. You know, if, if he can do that and not be healthy and be healthy, but not gonna happen, Juke Juke. <laughs> I man, I don't want free to be 45 and not remember his kids' names, that's what I don't right, remember, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, you know, yeah,
2: you remember having to tra- you remember having to train Mason,
0: yeah,
2: oh, yeah,
0: oh, Yep. Yeah. And Dan was saying he'll miss games like always, exactly. And thanks to that, Edo will play and Edo will show out,
2: yeah.
0: Um, and that's pretty much caught up, that's pretty much caught up. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Dan was saying it's um, probably the out. Best outcome for the move for the trade for the uh team going forward is to let the run let the young running backs play and develop. Yeah. <laughs> that Georgia boy said free getting hurt in preseason. <laughs> <laughs> Darn, man. Darn. Uh, that, oh, man, y'all wow man. Oh, oh, <laughs> man, if he do that, woo boy.
2: That's oh, gonna
0: be man! <laughs> I hope it that don't have. We <laughs> 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 Um. So <laughs>
1: wow. All right, Juke. said it does. It doesn't even matter. We got four running backs, and um, three would definitely make maybe on the roster. And then our chap said Ward Nun told free to slow it down. Yeah, we just covered that um, a few minutes ago. What Ward Nun told him. But yeah, and also we also got Marcus Green, you know, Kenyon Varna. So yeah,
2: we got
1: a lot of running backs, so we, we yeah. good. You know, I think they took a page out of the blue dogs' out five out of running four. backs. I think they took <laughs> the page out of the old dogs' uh, playbook and got all these running backs. Yeah, go get us running! Backs. Yeah, we're gonna pick like five running backs <laughs> <laughs>
2: just by ourselves.
0: I know, right? Exactly.
1: All right. So, this is what transpired today. Um, (laughs) After the news came out about Grady Jerry. So, um, a lot of fans, you know, they voice their opinions on social media. So, um, one person, Tim Williams, at Tim Williams Art, shout us out to him. He's a good friend, uh, hometown support as well. He said, that's a good payday for uh, Grady and a nice contract for the Falcons, too. Well done by both sides. And here goes somebody that, oh, man, Mark Zeno oh, man. from 92.9, the
0: game, or whatever, whatever radio show. I don't even listen nine to 92.9 troller. nine. the Trollers is what we should. Yeah.
1: So, and by the way, uh Carl Duke, where you at, man? Because I, t- I, I, I wanted to, you said you was going to come holler at me, but you never did. So, you know i Don't talk my issues again. That's all I'm going to tell
2: you. Hey, man, leave that man alone. Yeah. He's talking Hey Man L over your head. He's going to do, do the, the worst. Done. Uh, hey Man L, you know they got their own beer. Yeah, they do. They got that can over your head. Darn no yeah, they got about, about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean. they
1: gotta promote, if They got to promote beer to make money, man, you already know what type of <laughs> that people they is. So. Hey, hey, I said right. beer for money. Anyway, yeah. so... <laughs> So Mark Zeno, he said paying him as a third best defensive tackle in the league isn't ideal for the Falcons. Need to see guaranteed money, but Falcons came on All right. And then Tim came back. He said, No, nah, agree to disagree. With so many wrong sources saying Grady was seeking Donald It's money. Which I never believed. I think this is a fair deal. Jerry is a destructor, he's worth this, he's worth the contract. And Mark said, You're um overrating your guy. I'm trying to figure out your guy. So you're not a Falcons fan. So you why why are you working for 929 $9 game? But I digress. All right, so he said, you you overrated your guy, which I get. Cox had 10.5 sacks last year. Donald had uh, 20.5. Brady had six. He's a solid player. He's not the third best defensive tackle in the league. The numbers back that up. All right. And we all know, and we've been on this for a while now, um, you know, me, coach, uh, mm-hmm. Browning, Mad Mike Sports, Real Pet Man. We've been talking about this for a while now. Sacks, I ain't gonna doesn't matter, but you cannot just, you know, validate somebody's
0: um rank. If a D-line them, and just all based off their sacks, exactly. there's
1: my, a reason my. why. Can you
2: put the
1: I don't think he's getting that this year because of who he had next to him in Los Angeles, and that person's gone. But I said that before on this on this show, so I'm not going to spend that much time on that. All right, but the real Pat Man, he came. Man, he said, sex are a horrible metric to use when evaluating how good a pass rusher sure is." Case in point: ten point five. Beasley's 15.5 sacks in 2016 came in four games, while he had five in the other on uh, 12. This is why pressures and pressure percentages, which is true, should be the standard when measuring the effectiveness of a pass rusher, which is which is pretty much true. And then he put up a chart and he said, and as far as pressures, this uh, this is what Grady did in 2018. All right, Grady pretty much his pressure rate was around 11.3 percent. All right. And then Mark Zeno, he came back, tried to attack uh, Pat. He said, if you look at his numbers versus the average, Grady is slightly above average. And the team has paid him way above that. you proving my point. <laughs> Furthermore, <laughs> Furthermore, based off his total pressures, which he had 53, Donald had doubled that. And Cox had nearly forty more. Great. Grady is now being paid like those guys. It's okay to admit that Falcons overpaid him. Not saying uh, they shouldn't have uh, kept him, but clearly they overpaid him. I'm trying to figure out when it like. I'm trying to figure out how do we overpay him? If anything, he gave us a he gave us a hometown discount. That's, you, that was my.
0: But you you really think about when people say you overpaid because, you know, this is a big topic when Matt Ryan got his deal. And, you know, I saw some people, I'm not gonna name their names, but (laughs) you know what I'm talking about Done throwing out some ridiculous numbers of what they would have paid Matt Ryan. Like you guys realize that if you don't pay guys a lot of money, they'll leave your team and go to a team that will pay them that money. They're going to get that money. This they're is not, to get that money. So if when the players get good, you never pay them, you'll never be able to ke- to field the team. Like never going to win anything. And it's market value. Stop bringing up what you think they're worth. You don't set their worth. It is market value. Like, stop being mad. If you're not going to pay market value for good players, you're not going to have any good players. You're going to draft them, and every time they come to their first contract, they're going to leave to somebody who will pay them.
1: Story of the Buffalo Buffalo Bills. Look at their doggone team. Every time they draft a player, when it's time for their contract, they just either trade them or they just let their contract expire, and then they come free agent like this is not mcdonald's this is not walmart this is not fedex you know this is nfl like these players you know they can demand top money look, look that's they, the name of the game you can't
0: compare your job to the nfl it's not that way all Dick right easily is a great example is that, why is he getting 12.8 million dollars because that was the option that was the market value that was the option on this contract yes we think it's a little high
1: that was the market value though mm. like it is what it is people yeah what it is. and aaron freeman uh from um um locked on falcons he said cox signed his contract back in 2016. 17.4 17.1 mil year based off the uh 2016 cap will be worth nearly 21 mil a year based off uh the 2019 cap all right Donna makes over 22 mil a year right now. So Grady is getting 17 mil right now. Isn't quite being paid like those guys. It's, it's, it's nowhere near it. It's nowhere near it. All right. And then he said something that you hurt your uh, back with these with these word gymnastics. He is the third highest paid defensive tackle in the league. He's not the third best uh, defensive t- tackle. Simple. And then Aaron Freeman said, So where is he in your eye? Fifth best, seventh best, ninth best, twelfth best, is it worth losing that caliber of play just so you can save a million or
0: two a year? Exactly. Exactly. That's the exact point I was just trying to make. And after that, he said
1: nothing else. And then he said something, he saw the, the structure breakdown of it or whatever, and he said, oh, that's a great deal. So you contradicting yourself? Oh man, That's Scott, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, God. I, I, I said so. I said so. So why you didn't have the same energy earlier? You
2: so know? so so. Listen to me. It doesn't matter about if he's the second or third best. Dan Quinn and Tom Dimitrov have said it time and time again. We go by how valuable that player he is to our team. Mm-hmm. Grady is a very valuable asset To the Atlanta Falcons defense We all know this, this is no secret So you're going to pay that man What you feel he is worth Because he's valuable to your defense And Dan Quinn needs him In that defense when he's calling The defense this year So yeah. I don't care what Mark Zeno is talking about. I, I listen to Mark Zeno I, I like 92-9 a game okay? And I've heard Mark Zeno, he's made a lot of comments About a lot of players on the Atlanta Falcons it doesn't bother me one bit. I've seen him tweet stuff about the Atlanta Falcons. That don't bother me one bit. Uh, because I don't be paying attention to hard anything he says anyway. I actually forgot all about him until I saw the, the tweets on uh the messenger, Facebook Messenger you guys were putting out today. I forgot all about Mark Zeno. I'm just gonna be honest. Hey,
1: uh go ahead and say what you gotta say, man.
3: Oh man, so look, man. When it comes to – I'm going I'm to break it down to you guys like this, man. All right, I got it pulled up, right? Grady Jarrett, if you look at that pressure number that I sent to him, Grady Jarrett was, I believe, he was eighth on that list with 53 pressures, right? He was eighth on the list. He's the only guy out of those top guys that played 14 games. The rest of those guys played 16 games. So if you take his same pressure percentage – and his sat percentage, as leave it the same, he would have ended the the year with 60.3 or 60 uh, pressures, which would have been fifth in the league. That's why when I say he top five, I'm not just kidding around. He legit performed like a top five guy because had he played a full season, that would have been his stats. Now, if he had played as many snaps as Fletcher Cox, he would have finished, finished the year with, with 71 pressures. Which would have been fourth in, which would have been, yeah, fourth in the
0: league. Here's
3: the th- here's the thing that I got a problem with, right? He's saying he's not a top five guy. Let's I'm gonna go through the list of guys. You know, what I'm saying the the other four guys that are currently above him: Aaron Donald, ain't nobody complaining about that. Fletcher Cox, ain't nobody complaining about that. Uh, Chris Jones for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, he had a he had a, a phenomenal year, and Geno Atkins. But here's the thing. That man Chris Jones not to take anything away from him, but he he played with an offense that was the third highest scoring offense in NFL history last year. Yeah. Which means he never had to worry about the run. All he had to do was pin his ears back to go get the quarterback because of how many points his offense was scoring. He never had to worry about, you know what I'm saying, being a multi- dimensional guy. Then, like I say, Geno Atkins, uh, he's a guy, he's getting a little bit older up there in the age. Like I say, Grady Jarrett has already surpassed him. So outside of Donald and Cox and Jones, we don't know what Jones is gonna look like if the Chiefs are not scoring that many points. Outside of those guys is Grady Jarrett. So my question to him is: Okay, so what's the issue with Grady getting paid the third highest amount of money? The Falcons weren't scoring points like the Chiefs were, so Grady had to worry about playing deep, run defense, and everything. So, would it be safe to assume that at this stage of the game that Grady Jared is at at least equal to or slightly above Geno Atkins, who's getting older? Yes. So, if, to me, Grady Jarrett is the third best defensive tackle in the NFL. If you're
1: and looking that, at that, that. And that's facts. That, and, that, and, and, that, and that's facts. And, you know, you brought up a good point. He played 14 games.
0: And I believe a couple of those games he played, he played hurt. And Yeah. At the end of the, game, Pat, the, the the piggyback on it, teams are running the ball on us in the fourth quarter because they're yeah. beating us.
3: Yes. So we're
0: not, like you say, like Aaron Donald, they're scoring 40-some points a game. The Rams are, and the Chiefs, those guys are pinning their ears back. And then another yes. point i like I- to make, when you talk about Grady's importance to the organization to take it to even a step further, he grew up 35 minutes from the stadium. His Dad might be the one the greatest player to ever play for the franchise. So you talk about a guy you want to keep around, just the type of guy you want to keep around. People don't understand it is a business it is well. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who who could be more important to your franchise than a guy like that? You know? Exactly, exactly.
3: But that's just all that stuff, man. Add up, man. And then look, hey, check it out. We haven't even talked about what type of help this man had last year? He didn't have DR Jones for most of the season because he was hurt. He didn't have Neil, so there's your underneath the coverage right there. It's so hard as a pass rusher to get home when the football is coming out the quarterback and hand in two seconds.
1: Because he ain't play next, play right next to Terrell McClain. Oh Playing this man, this is Terrell
3: McClain that did oh. absolutely nothing, man.
0: Yeah. And that, that was an excellent point about about man. That was an awesome point, Pat. You blew my mind. Yeah, real. that was a great point, man. No underneath coverage. Robert Offer was the worst corner Dang. last year,
3: so he didn't help yeah. hold him, the quarterback hold the ball. Like, there's so many things that went against Grady Jarrett, and for him to put up top five numbers, I'm scared. I'm scared to see what that man can do with the offense scoring over 30 points a game. I'm scared to see what he can do with an actual defensive tackle rotation that can actually help him out, free him up, and, and, and help him get to the quarterback. I'm, I'm, I'm scared to see what he going to look like with a secondary that's going to be able to cover enough for the quarterback to hold on to the ball so he can get home, man. There's no telling what Grady Jarrett can do.
1: I'm scared because they Quinn calling defense again. You already know
2: he's gonna have hands on. What's going to this defense is gonna be nasty with Dan Quinn because he knows how to motivate you, man. He, 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 he know, just like he knows how to do, like, when you get dogs raw meat, you know what to happen when you get dog raw meat. He's gonna get them boys motivated and they're gonna be ready to go out there and do their thing every game for him. And I, that's I said, what I'm excited about. I
0: said before, happy players play hard. Playing for Dan Quinn is fun. Makes it yeah. Fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You having fun, you play hard. You having yeah. fun, you play better. You play hard. You play loose. You know, you want to play for a guy like that.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And then he also said something on the lines of Mark Zeno again. He said, true statements about Grady Jerry. He's a third down player. He's a big part of the Falcons defense. He's outplayed his rookie deal. He deserves a new deal. But this is what he said was also true about him. <laughs> He's not a top five defensive tackle in the NFL. He's now overpaid. Who are the top five D tackles then? Like, what's the metric he's using to say
3: who's the best and who's not the best? He who's the top five defense defensive tackles?
1: All the two, all the two people he he mentioned was Aaron Donald and uh, Fletcher Cox, which we've
0: know. already established. Who's the rest well, of them right then? Debated, yeah, which nobody debated. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm, right. not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna complain about them, like, yeah, they, they, them two
0: are the best right now, yeah. And, and let's, 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 you know, let's, let's face it, D, D tackle is a sexy po- position on NFL. People can name the top few in the league, but people can't name the top 10 unless one of them play for your, your team, like, come on, like everybody in the league doesn't know about Grady Jarrett. We do. And we know how good he is in the next couple of years. I believe they will. Of course you're going to know about Aaron Donald, the man had 20 something sacks, but you know, uh, everybody, like I say, it's not, it's not a very sexy position where everybody knows So when you're talking about the top five, you're just naming guys that you remember being top draft picks yeah. the past couple of years. Exactly, so not, and not only know. and not only that, and not only that, ESPN or because
1: Adam, Adam Shelter he also said something on the lines of: Ray Jerry got paid, but he never went to a Pro Bowl." Like, who cares about a Pro Bowl? Like, I, it's it's good to have that on, as an accolade, but come on, now sometimes we know this Pro Bowl mess can be it's it's a popularity contest. Sometimes,
2: exactly,
0: exactly.
2: It took some time for Jake Matthews to finally make his first Pro Bowl after he got drafted in 2014. So, so sometimes it takes a player a little bit of time, but I think Grady Jarrett will be there, uh, if not this year, the year after, because he's definitely a player on the rise. And to pay him right now, it was the perfect scenario for the Atlanta Falcons.
1: But you gotta think what? about this too: why he didn't, why he didn't make the Pro Bowl? All right, because
0: we didn't. It know, was
1: Cause you got Aaron Donald and you have um, Fletcher Cox
0: in the same conference, so it's going to make be- the playoffs. He'll go to the playoffs. We make the playoffs, and a few more people hear his name. We go to the playoffs again. Yeah, he'll get in there right now mm-hmm. because, like I said, who? Like I said, he's not a household name, which most D tackles aren't. You have to be on TV. You give me some prime time games and things of that nature. He is that type of player. He's just not getting that type of marketing because he doesn't have the ball in his hand. But we know he is that good. He is. A, like to me, he on the verge, man. And he could have been a
1: household name a couple of years ago if if Kyle Shanahan or whatever would have just For ran the ball, he would have been a Super Pro Bowl, Bowl the next year, and he would have been the Pro Bowl next year. He would have been Super Bowl, he be, like, Bowl A lot people forget year. A lot of people forget about that. This man was literally, like, voted Nominated. to be the Super Bowl yeah.
3: MVP, <laughs> who was winning. So I'm looking at this Pro Bowl roster from uh, from this year, right? Obviously, yeah. Fletcher Cock and Aaron Donald, they're both up there. That's and right. you got Gerald McCoy. Yeah. Obviously, he made the Pro Bowls off of popularity because so many people know yeah. his name. Yeah. Mike Dane from the Packers replaced Donald. Again, man, the, the, the Packer fan base, man, they voted that guy in. And then you got Limbaugh Joseph, you know, that replaced, uh Fletcher Cox. Like, it is what it is, man. Like, I mean, I feel like he should have been in there over uh, guys yeah. like Jared McCoy, Mike Daniels, and uh, Limbaugh Joseph.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hey,
3: was hey. better than all those yeah. guys. Yeah, here's,
1: here's the thing: when you don't make the playoffs. Your name is not going to get called for the Pro Bowl. Yeah. And not only that, if you're not with a strong fan base like the Packers, Cowboys, Giants, or Patriots,
0: you know, you you definitely not making it. And if you don't play on a good defense, it's tough to make the Pro Bowl. (laughs) Because I was about
3: to say that too.
0: It's hard to make the
3: Pro Bowl when you don't play on a good defense, man.
1: Exactly. Did Casey make the Pro Bowl last year? Nope.
0: You know? Yeah, no one on the defense made like the Pro Bowl. No one. <laughs> so I mean, you know, like it's the the Pro Bowl metric is ridiculous. Yeah, we just throw that out. That's ridiculous. Any kind of any kind of voted on. know like like i say and you can't even trust the players because they do the top 100 and the players put jj white what in the top 20 and he played like six games you know what i'm saying man man, i remember one year he didn't even
1: play the man didn't even play all season they had him in the top 20.
0: i'm saying like y'all yeah
1: yeah, y'all y'all doing too
0: much so yeah so so stop going by votes who's voting on the best player like man watch Watch. look at the stats go to stacks you know look at the stats
2: man, was it you football, saying? Football man. Pat hey, man, was it was it you talking about how hard it is to get six sacks? Yeah, in, man, in it's NFL? it's
3: incredibly difficult, man. As an interior defensive lineman, it's hard to get six sacks, man. Look at John Babineau. his best season as a Falcon, he had six sacks, man. It's he, so hard to do it, man.
2: And he wasn't happy that he didn't get chosen for the Pro Bowl that year. I remember him talking about how he felt like he got snubbed. He had a great year that year, and I think they made the playoffs. We made the playoffs that year when he had six sacks, didn't we? Probably did. I, I think so.
0: Braves hey. up
3: there, y'all. We up 3-2 uh, top of the second 3-2. That was just up 3-0, man. Who gave up the, uh, the run? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Raise pitching for
2: you, man. Yeah, man. They need to put me out there. I think I do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> give me a just give me a thousand dollars. Just go out there and throw a few of them. <laughs> Shoot, Oh man.
1: All right, coach. Was is there anybody else in the chat that said something?
0: Uh, no, that was pretty much uh, pretty much uh, um. Our chapman was just saying that uh Zeno is on six eighty the fan now. He left ninety-two point nine. Did he? I don't
2: know what Zeno is on. He on six eighty and ninety two point nine? Yeah, I think it is six eighty. I I forgot all about him to be honest with you. So I don't to listen to six eighty really like that.
0: So he pretty much so he pretty much uh left Walmart to work at uh Dollar General. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sports talk guy. So they all jump station to station in Rigo So they all, work.
2: yeah, yeah, they do. Um, yeah.
0: That uh, George Ward was saying, Aaron is one of the top D tackles. People really shouldn't compare D tackles to Aaron Donald because what he's doing and doing is not rare. And like Pat pointed out, and what his offense is doing is rare as well, which allows him. And nobody's taking anything away because Aaron Donald can play the run as well. But when the team's always passing, you get going to go rush the passing line. But not only that, like, Jesus, it, you got to also scheme it in a way for them
1: to get to the quarterback. He had the Dominican <laughs> Dominicans was a dirty guy that ate yep. up – that pretty much ate up um, tackles and, and allowed, you know, Aaron Donald to be one-on-one. A lot, having Aaron Donald one-on-one is dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. He's going to win every time.
2: Having Greater Jared one-on-one is dangerous. <laughs>
1: exactly. You got the right person next to him. <laughs> And that's the purpose and that was the purpose we brought in to-, to mary mcclain didn't do anything to help greater Jerry out last year we're yeah. bringing that Hayman she and tyler Davis. oh man like greater jerry's gonna have a field day this year
3: man yeah. let me let me tell you man i just pulled this up because i'm just looking around dog the since 1970 the merger i'll tell my d tackles that played for the falcons that you don't know say that had led the team in sacks man of course, you got uh, you got Roger Coleman and in for in 2004 2005, yeah. Travis, Travis Hall, Ellis Johnson, then you T- got Dan Owens, Ellis Johnson again. Then you got Mike Pitts two years in a row, Shane Drummond two years in a row. You got Pierce Hope, then you got, mm-hmm. got Babano, and then you got Grady. So, like, it's not a lot of guys, man. So, I mean, only one guy, only one D tackle in Falcons history, two of them have had double digits tax man and that's travis hall and uh you know the great the great rod coleman man okay we
0: just
2: scored grady jerry has a chance to surpass everybody you named on that list Mm -hmm. it's it's no one on there really it's no one flashy on there like i mean (laughs) like that it's not even a it's not even a subject up for discussion man Grady jad is like like,
0: like, like early, early, earlier today
1: um like there were pa- panthers fans and even some buccaneers fans they were hope they was hoping to praying we weren't gonna reach a deal with grady because they already know if he get on the market they was going in and trying to snatch him up. So everybody, you know, I think people in our
0: division, they know how valuable Brady Jarrett is to this team. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, The boy Jonathan Fosky joined up in the chat as well. And uh, all right, so this will be the last thing. I know this is going to take us out. (laughs) I'm going to sit back because I know Don. Uh, somebody, uh, Trey, put this in the chat. uh You must be looking at it. I know. Don't finna go off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute my mic. Did y'all see the New Orleans mayor take a stab at us? Oh, I, that,
2: man. Oh, I was gonna, I was bring that up. I was gonna bring that up, but I, I knew that'd be another 45 minute discussion. You know what? Here's my thing. And I try to be a good Christian.
1: I really do. <laughs> but, y'all y'all literally underwater and y'all up here trying to take shots at atlanta a city that pretty much helped y'all in 2005 when y'all was flooded out we brought we we allowed y'all to bring refuge to our city all right and i just i just don't understand that like what they get off on saying something like that don't be like them the team in the super bowl that choked but y'all just choked like two seasons in a row in the playoffs. Like, y'all, I'm saying you, like, your house, your mansion or whatever, your bins is underwater, but you trying to take shots at us. Yeah, how yeah, I, don't, I don't
0: understand, life, man. man.
3: Listen, man. I, I try not to take those folks seriously, man, for the simple fact that, you know, they always paraded around. What I like to consider a suit, a tarnished championship, man. Uh, I mean, there is they. I mean, that we all have kind of put one or two together that the NFL aided that team,
1: they gave them a Super Bowl. With the
3: championship to to help them recover from Katrina, man. There, there's no way in any other circumstance where you go through such a hideous thing as a bounty gate. Your coach gets suspended for an entire season. Multiple players get suspended. And you allowed to retain your championship. That's the only for such incidents that I've ever seen. So when they brace stuff like that up, man, I don't really pay them any attention because outside of those years, the Saints have been relatively a uh, non factor in, in pretty much everything. And I mean, so don't throw that you won a Super Bowl that I like to consider tarnished, man. You won that Super Bowl off of injuring players and because you, your city had a natural disaster, man. Like,
0: exactly. It's called a crazy remember. What what people don't realize is in sports, it's not illegal for the league to determine the outcomes of the game. It's not illegal for them to cheat, <laughs> like in the NFL or NBA or whomever wants to do that. It's not illegal, y'all. Promise apple
1: though. promise apple. Let's go. Let's let's go to the baseball. You remember her? That hurricane hit Houston, and wait, yeah. weeks later, months later. The Astros won their first World, World Series. It happens, this man.
0: Coincidence? <laughs> I mean, I, I, it
1: mean
3: I, don't, I don't,
0: think it's like Is what the
3: Saints had done though? That's super
0: egregious. Yeah. yeah,
1: they was good. They was gonna get them a Super Bowl, but at the same time, they still had to cheat and injure players just to get it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would like for us to win our fair and square without any tainted or any like scandals or anything like that, you know.
3: Like the Bucks, man, the Bucks in uh, there was an O2, but you don't see Bucks fans throwing that up in nobody's face.
2: Yeah. No, they, they don't throw it up in anybody's face. I mean, there really isn't a reason to, because they've been sorry since after that. They had a few times where they made the playoff, but it's been rare. So I, I can see why they're not saying anything. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because they, 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 yeah. they, you know, once Tony Dungy left that team, man, yeah, they, you know, um, Gruden came in and, and, and rolled the coattails off what uh, Dungy built there. And then, you know, they won a the Super Bowl. After that, you can start seeing they were spiraling down.
2: So. Well, I'm going to say this. When I saw that, I saw it on Twitter the other day, and I didn't pay much attention, but. While I was at Walmart with the wife, man, it, it really ticked me off because you going through all of that. And then all you can think about is using the Atlanta Falcons as a metaphor for what you're going through in your city. And that that just really pissed me off because you got more important things to be thinking about than to be worried about the Atlanta Falcons, man. That, oh, you could. know,
0: he couldn't wait to drop it too. Oh, he had planned. He thought it up on the way oh. to the thing. Of last night, boy, he couldn't wait. Oh to yeah. It in. Boy, he couldn't
2: wait. But you used that platform to do it. That was the, that to me was just the wrong inappropriate time to bring that up. With
1: that and them crying about the um, about the um, championship game, man. I, I just said, I hope they don't win nothing else, man. I I just literally hope they don't win nothing else. They like they got to be the worst fan base, and everybody exposed themselves this season. They exposed themselves too after that championship game. They exposed themselves real hard because a lot of people outside of this division, outside of our fan base, they didn't know about Saints fans and then they really see how they are. Oh man, and like even Rams fans, they said, Man, oh, the Saints players, they Saints fan, they just like, I said, Yeah, y'all don't, y'all don't be knowing what we would be going through sometimes. You know, I I don't like to play the victim role, but. The fans aren't that crazy.
2: Man, my and problem is, just need to is, get one.
1: they're not even real fans because they only became fans in two thousand six. Before that, they was Cowboy fans. They was 49ers fans.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I man, it's kind of funny, man. The only time they come out the NFC, man, that's when they get the they get that ship, man. So, and that's that. joint it, man. Other than that, they've never come out of the NFC ever. One super bowl, one super bowl win, man. So I just think that it's an un- it's inevitable, man. Once the falcons get theirs, it's just our resume is going to be so much better, man. You talk about you talk about uh three NFC championships, or super bowl, as opposed mm-hmm. to one NFC championship, and one super bowl that has an asterisk on it, man. So
2: see, and that that what you just said, Pat, man, the resume. Once we can get that Super Bowl, it's going to wash all of the rest of the NFC South under the, under the bridge, man. And, I, and that's what they're afraid of because they once we get that Super Bowl win, they will no longer be relevant at any point. Cause and gonna, that's what I can't, believe.
1: Can't, can't nobody say that because we own a division. Everybody, Every head-to-head head record of all the teams, Bucks, Saints, Panthers, we own them. We own each team. And we had that Super Bowl, oh, nobody can say anything else. Nobody been to say anything else. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> but go ahead and plug our information. Yep.
2: All right. Well, I mean, you know, I usually don't do this, but I could I be so happy about people and, you know, excited about people that wouldn't listen to me. I said when I started. It, if one person would listen, I was good. So um, but if you guys want to find us, you can come, to, you know, pound for pound ATL. And uh, that's where you'll find us. Like I said, we appreciate everybody that has tuned in and listened to us. Uh, I know we haven't been that consistent, but we appreciate it, man.
1: And they do a great job, y'all. Y'all go follow uh, pound for pound. The link is in the description of this video. So when you're done or watching this video, click that link. It's going to take you to their channel, and you go ahead and subscribe uh, for them as well. Uh, Pat, you got anything to plug?
3: Oh, yeah, man. Y'all already know, man. Y'all can catch me on the Twitter world, man, at The Real Pat, man. You know, I'm always doing some type of project. I got something in the works right now that I'm working on, man. Um, You know, I'm going to put it out there, man. But again, man, give me a follow, man. You can ask a question. If I don't know the answer to it, man, I'll do the research for you and whatnot to get you the answer, man. He will. Yeah, he
2: will. Yeah, I'm finding this out, and I, I'm gonna definitely have to be uh, getting in contact with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. He
0: definitely <laughs> I look. I, I'm I'm a classic insomniac, so I'm waking up at three, four in the morning every night. Man, I'd be looking over pet stats, and I'd be looking nerd in here in the middle <go-go, laughs> of nothing. spreadsheets
1: going <laughs> on. Y'all ain't a part. Of, if y'all not a part of, the, if y'all on Facebook and y'all ain't part of the uh forever I love Atlanta uh sports podcast hometown chat. And the falcon chat, y'all missing out because I tell you, twenty four seven we had in, the, in that chat. And like I kid <laughs> you know, I go to bed, I go to bed late sometimes too. And I wake up in the morning, five six o'clock in the morning, and I go to the chat. Man, Pat doesn't put all these charts. <laughs> <laughs> like, on, let
0: me, let me read this stuff, man. i, mean, I get my glasses and like what is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, everybody in the chat, we uh, we appreciate y'all from joining. Um, when we we'll be back, Don? When we we'll going? We'll it's Sunday. Uh, subject for the show this Sunday? I
1: really don't know. We may yeah. talk,
0: huh? I say like, we don't have one yet, huh? Yeah.
1: Well, look, I'm gonna figure out something by tomorrow. Hey,
0: send us uh, send us some Twitter uh, Twitter to uh, some topics which y'all want to talk about this Sunday.
1: Either it's gonna look, I I'll make I'll make a um I'll make a poll. He's
0: either gonna be right. United or it's gonna be Falcons. So well we, it's no sense making a poll on that. We
2: already know who win. <laughs> <laughs> come on, We're like come on. All, all I, I want to know is man. All I, I want to know is is all I want to know is who am I seeing out there on the 27th next Saturday? That's what I want to know at the training camp. Dang. I'm gonna be up <laughs>
0: I'm gonna beat up. I'm gonna beat up. I got a wedding done, but I might be, I got a wedding. Come on, bro. But it's in the Athena. I was gonna tell you anyway. He brought it up, Well, we're gonna talk. I got a wedding now. Man. Oh, yeah, man. So,
3: uh, so, the Braves fans out there, man, the the Dodgers are molly whopping the Phillies
1: right now, man.
0: Like 14 to
2: 2. Good. Oh, man.
0: The Phillies out of here. The yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're done. <laughs> the village yeah, we already know what's gonna happen to them man yeah. yeah get us out
3: of
1: here we don't
3: to yeah. right now. they can't win a, <laughs> they can't
1: win a game outside of their stadium man like man we said this man once we got back once we got in first place we're not giving it back up to them You're right you know nope. it,
2: we we gonna keep on with this momentum we'll keep on going We gotta that, watch out for them next though I don't think, yeah,
1: I yeah, yeah. yeah. I, August. I, they never have good August's That's the thing, man. They go, they go somehow fold. Um, <laughs> so everybody who joined us tonight, uh, we appreciate it. If y'all watching this video at a later time, uh, please hit us up, hit us up in the comment section, and we'll get back with y'all. If y'all have any like any suggestions or anything that y'all liked in the show, just hit us up, and we'll reply back uh, to you guys. Also, share this video with other Atlanta Falcons fans, all right? Or any Atlanta sports fans. And hit that like button if you like this video. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel, please hit that subscribe button. All right? And on that note, as always,
3: come higher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's, <what I'm> <laughs> That's your hometown sports podcast. Time. All right, y'all have a good evening. We'll see y'all back here again on Sunday.